Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for coming in and listening. I hope you enjoy it and learn something from it. If it's your first time, please be sure to subscribe so you can keep getting it. You can subscribe through iTunes or through the razorbranding.org website and just put it right into your RSS feed. If you'd like to hit me up for more information, you can find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, this is Jackie Russo with Razor Branding Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about technology and branding, the good, the bad, and most importantly, the ugly. As a child of the 80s, I was fortunate to grow up during the evolution of the cell phone, the home computer, and the internet. I'm what you would call a digital immigrant, because all of those things happened after I was born. In the early days, cell phones were carried in bags. Computers were slow and bulky. And to get online, you had to sometimes wait 20 minutes for your modem to kick in. Today, we live in a world that I could not have imagined when I was in college. Although I'm still waiting for my rocket jetpack and personal robot to clean my house, I'm constantly amazed by how technology has continued to not only change our lives, but also change how we do business. When it comes to advertising, technology has been both a blessing and a curse. On one hand, it has increased productivity, improved analytics, and created new media opportunities. On the other, technology has increased productivity, improved analytics, and created new opportunities. Like I said, a blessing and a curse. Increased productivity, for example, sounds great until ad campaigns all begin to look exactly the same. This is a direct result of pre-designed templates, the lack of time needed for research, and pressure to develop strong ideas with expectations of unrealistic turnaround times. Our creative department was taught early on in college, most of them at the hands of Dutch Kepler, that through quantity comes quality. When you don't have time to work through the expected, it is rare that you'll come up with the extraordinary. Improved analytics can also be an Achilles heel for many businesses when they choose to live by numbers alone, ignoring the emotional connections needed to build better brands. Don't get me wrong. Having this type of information is incredibly useful and important, but numbers alone don't always tell the whole story. Sometimes you have to dig a little deeper, allowing your target audience to help define the messaging that will motivate and inspire them to action. New media opportunities would also seem like a huge advantage at first glance. Until, of course, you have to decide which ones are best for your target audience, as well as your budget. Between the multitude of traditional media, social media, and online media channels, it can be a daunting task, to say the least. Some media outlets push the fact that they're reaching more of your target audience. But in reality, their ROI may be significantly lower when other, more effective vehicles are taken into consideration. In the end, the choice of which media channels are best for your product or service should be based on the habits of your target audience, frequency, and bargain cost per point. Having this knowledge allows you to make better choices rather than sitting on a spin-the-wheel marketing philosophy. Technology has changed how we do most things in life, including how we market and advertise. The key is to never let technology be the only driving force in your marketing decisions. Instead, allow time for good ideas. Use analytics for measuring not to direct your creative, and listen to your audience to select which media channels are best for them. Hopefully this has been helpful, and you'll find something useful out of it. Tune in next week for the next episode of Razor Branding Podcast. See you then.